Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Good Living Podcast. Um, today, I'm not going to... Today, I'm actually upset, right? Something that has annoyed me is what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about this issue right here, right? And I'm going to do a simple backstory because this is something that I've, I have known for a while, or I've thought for a while, and then it's happening, it's manifesting in front of me. So, I'm going to begin with what they call the infiltration tactic in war. It's something that the Germans, I think, invented in World War One. And mind you, this was a very instrumental tactic for them, where, you know, forces find a way to stealthily enter enemy lines and enemy territory and either isolate themselves there or interact interact with the enemies themselves without the knowledge of the enemies. And you might think I'm overreacting, but let me just land. So it, Russia also used it to take over somewhere in uh what they call it is it donbass in donbass region in ukraine where they had people going there and start working in that donbass region people who were actual soldiers ex-military and people like that who had fought in afghanistan and the rest and those people had jobs and had people there made friends and all of that but they were sleeper cells and when the time came they began to fight there was a conflict and the german the, the russians versus the ukrainians and it was a serious war and it ended in a ceasefire and Tactically, you would say Ukraine has won. They stopped the crisis in their place. But it was a battle for that region. And as it is now, politically, it is still unclear whether it is Russian or Ukrainian region per se in terms of the workings of the thing there. Now, I want to say something about the Chinese being in Nigeria and being so comfortable. I understand that Nigeria is in debt. And this thing is a laid-out plan. It is not, they're not trying to help us do anything when somebody is giving you an option giving you a lifeline it's not your father it's not your family member you have to think what is in it for this person because there's always a motive behind everybody is guilty of it so the chinese have done this thing in different african countries i will just say it here chinese people are trying to colonize recolonize africa and sometimes i think is it because we are not wise or for some reason because they say africans are smart and when we go out there to Europe and other places, we shine because individually we can go to to and you surpass what they do there, what the white man does, what the other people do. But somehow, when we are all here gathered by ourselves, we tend to bring ourselves down and then act like we don't have sense. So Nigeria is in debt. Over the last eight years, which has been Buhari's government, we've been borrowing ceaselessly, especially from China, a lot of money, right? And you see, every country is in debt, if you don't know. Every, we are not just, but we are like number one in Africa. Every country is in debt. But when countries lend money to you, especially powerful countries like China, they do not expect you to pay back in cash. If you do pay back in cash, it's a loss for them. What do they expect? Collateral. And as a country, what collateral do you have? It is sectors in your government. It is your natural resources. It is things like that, that you used to pay off those debts. And if done this now it is a slow system because the europeans have come and they've colonized africa hundreds of years ago and they've gotten what they wanted you know they we all speak their languages now our marriages are done by their own standards we our educational system is modeled according to what they left us with so everything we do is modeled according to what they left us with the, the predominant religion here is what they came with so they're done and now we have not changed much from what they left so which means from the outside world when you look at africa you're thinking this is still as primitive as what they left them with so they can still be recolonized but now we want something else from them these natural resources that they have been able to 
beef up and be and been able to develop to a certain level if they do not have the technical know-how or the sense to use it to their own benefit and maximize the potential of those things we would come in and then we'll take that and enrich ourselves and so nigeria being in the debt that it is right now and let me tell you something about owen it's such a bad even the bible says that the borrower is a slave to the lender and my dad used to tell me that and i did not really pay any mind to it because if you need money when you ask somebody when you want big money you ask somebody and like and i've owed money where it has embarrassed me i'll tell you a story this is my very good friend still my very good friend but this was a problem that made us go adrift for a year and then we came back after that whole issue subsided where i had a problem owed somebody money where it wasn't even a direct bull i did something terrible with money he kept it um but I'm not putting that. I'm not... however i owed somebody money and i realized that the freedom i mean i've owed you know everybody has had to give somebody money before but that was like a defining moment yeah, it taught me a very difficult but necessary lesson of never having to owe anybody money that you have to give them because because of that i i find myself found myself calling him several times begging him for things having not picked my calls take drastic actions against me i was locked up and stuff like that so this goes to show how much debt can put you how much problem and the whole world is in debt obviously but still ours is worse and a lot of countries prefer to pay their debts back the way they borrow it, which is in cash. If you don't have a standing deal to pay it in some other form, you pay it the same way you borrowed it, and then you are free. But here we are in bondage because we borrowed so much from China. And then how do we pay? We pay by giving them certain liberties and certain freedoms to do what they want. And in their minds, their plan, which our leaders are too daft to even research to see what these people are doing in other countries, Kenya is far gone in this plan already. They, what they plan to do to Africa, I think Kenya is the farthest they've gone with that plan. And with us, now you can see that uh, Africans are the ones working the hard work when there are Chinese people around. For example, when you're building a railroad or building bridges, you see that the Chinese man seems like the intellectual guy there and it's your girl, and then you see your brothers and sisters are the ones on the road doing the actual hard work. And it's not as if we didn't go to school or we don't have people who are skilled as that to do these jobs. But it is the way the government has designed it with the slave mentality and everything that goes in between. And the element of racist nature in some Chinese people, and I'm going to explain this part shortly here. I watched a video on YouTube where a girl that learned, went to school in China, learned some Mandarin, and she was on YouTube. And one day as she was scrolling, she saw a picture of um, cute black children and they were saying some things in Mandarin. And then when she listened, they were saying things like, I'm a black monkey, look at me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a black dirty, you know. Like they were getting things about themselves and they were celebrating and laughing. And then when she looked up further, she saw that there was an orchestrator of this thing. There was a Chinese man behind who like settled in that village. I think it was in Guinea or somewhere. Settled in that village and had these children. He pays them little money and gathers them, tells them what to say, and they say the films he puts on YouTube. And it's like making waves in China, obviously. Making waves in China. They, they like the videos there. You know, it's thriving. They do not block it. They do not... So when I see Chinese people are racist, I'm not talking about every single Chinese person being racist. But I mean, there's a large contingent of them who look at you, black, as less than them or inferior to them. And this man was confronted about this and did not have any remorse. He beats these children still. When they do not do the play exactly how he plans them to he beats them he uses sticks and canes on them so when we allow that kind of people coming here have so much freedom you borrow from them you owe them so much and what is annoying is 
when we borrow this money, we are not we are not we are not using it to do anything. Right? The standard of living has been incredibly poor. About 18 months ago to now, you have been 100% poorer because if you look at the dollar rate, it is it has basically doubled in that time frame. And then all this money has been borrowed and they've not been put in anywhere. They've just been shared amongst people in power, including your president. So now the plan is this: they come in, and then when they have hold of certain areas of your economy, for example, how do you pay these debts? Like I said, when you owe so much money and you default on them, they begin to take part take part of your government. They take your security, maybe they take your natural resources, or they take part. Or you know they, they let their businesses thrive and tell you you don't tax us, so we do whatever we want. We run our business here free of charge. You don't tax us. These are the things that you can do. And then now, they have brought in their own police. And this is that law of infiltration I talked about. You don't know that they are at war with you, but they are planning to own your country. When we are little, we say things like, ah, they won't sell us for this country. Ah, this, they also sell us. And my infant mind then, I used to think, how can, how exactly can you sell a country, you know? But growing up, I now begin to get wiser and have more sense about how things move and how things work. And then you know that a, a country is, you know, segmented into different parts. And then when you begin to take it apart, part by part, you begin to give it to another country. You are selling your nation to something else because you've gotten something in return, which is the money they borrowed, that you and I are working for and paying as taxes. So back to the main issue at hand how can a country a sovereign nation right you are you are nigeria you have your country and for it to be a nation you have to have everything intact you have your people you have the government you have the judiciary you have your courts. you have your law system your constitution everything is completely a sovereign nation you are not colonized you are not dependent on another nation for anything as a sovereign nation how can you allow somebody else another nation to bring their armed forces into your own country and settle there not under your name they're not working as your own no they have their own station in your country as a sovereign nation it's like somebody is married i'm married and i have a wife and when it comes to providing for the household i bring money in when it comes to nurturing and taking care and maybe making food and stuff like that my wife does that but then for some strange i'm, I'm capable of having sex with my wife we are capable of having sex with each other but for some strange reason when it's time to have sex we have another man come in and have sex with my wife that's the kind of analogy that has come to my mind but that's what it is basically because we are some nation we do not need to have their police in here that they are not coming here as a relief or as a peacekeeping mission for, for for any you know insurgency any violent problem we are having they, they, have, they are bringing their companies in here and then they are bringing their own security outfits in here and seeing the kind of racist nature these people are potentially having, we are going to have an issue where this is going to, what's going to happen. They're going to have an issue where a Chinese man will talk somehow to a black man in our own country, yeah, calling something racist, probably. And then it's going to cause a problem. And then maybe one of them kills the other. The Chinese man kills the Nigerian man, the Nigerian man kills the Chinese man or something else. And then the war will break out. Naturally, Nobody's uh, advocating for violence, but naturally, they should have no chance, zero chance. But let me tell you something. They will have a chance because now they have armed forces in here. They have people who have weapons and are allowed to carry weapons inside this country. And we don't know how many of them they have. We don't know how many of them have come as the police. We don't know how many of them have come as, as dependents, which is like family members of those who are actually invited to work here. We don't know how many of them have come in by sneaking because, by the way, 
our borders are open is an open leak our visas are not easy are not difficult to get so anybody who feels like coming to nigeria in the morning will be here in the evening free of charge so there will be no checks because bribery is everywhere and what are leaders doing about it is absolutely nothing because they have no idea what is going on and as long as they're getting something out of it out of it in terms of money it's cool it's calm and let it fly and you and me are going to suffer and what are you going to do about it what are you going to do about it is create awareness and now this country now everybody is looking for happiness somehow because it is so hard to survive here and i'm not going to blame anybody if you're focusing all your attention on tiktok or whatever is going to make you laugh watching those i call them stupid dances not that i think they are like but stupid dances yeah focusing on those things focusing on the trends and crews and all these normal memes and it's okay to share memes it's okay to laugh but do not replace that with the important issues at, at hand awareness is enough because when somebody wants to in, in a in a sector that i have a level of power and control i'm not going to let that kind of thing happen because if i have an indigenous person who is as good as the foreign person you're bringing why would i bring in a foreign person it's common sense when there's a possibility of an ulterior motive so they are coming to recolonize us and the only this election can come any sooner because the only way we can stop it is by stopping these agreements they have in place trying to pay these debts in the same manner which we borrowed them and start having a new agreement because we have the upper hand still this is our country and if they are going to work here they're going to work here by our own rules but our leaders have not done that and that's what they need to do so their presence here is not helping you right i've not seen the direct impact of foreign bodies working in this country in my life i have not and i'm not saying they're not welcome here I'm saying that there's a plan and we should try to avoid that thing because it's a step-by-step plan and it's going to happen. You do not, you cannot compare our weaponry with the Chinese weapon. When it's time for actual violence, they are going to be better than us because they have more weapons, they are more sophisticated and they are more united still. And this is not another reason to help us. I've told you before, they are overpopulated in China. If you've been to China, you would know that they're all over the place, all right? There's hardly any other tribe there. In America, there is Hispanic, there is there is even divisions. Here we have people Yoruba. Everybody there is Chinese, and so there's a togetherness there. But that's not just all. We are overpopulated. They're looking for places to go and occupy. And Nigeria and Africa generally is the plan to become. We want, we want this place to become a Chinese colony. And this is not speculation. I've read things and I've thought about it, and it is a tactical military plan. So, this is not hate speech. It's for awareness, and I would urge you to do with that awareness as you will. Thank you very much. See you next time.